0: Started here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. The Epic <laughs>
1: Podcast.
0: <laughs> mm. How's it going, Sam? Hey, Nathan, what's up? <laughs> Not much. I'm just uh, who's, watching who's a, a uh, Madonna, right Madonna, oh, Madonna video. Yeah, you know, I just Never. figured, what the heck, you know. Never heard that song. It's Borderline by Madonna for, no. all, those, for all those out there who want to Very poppy. It. It certainly is. Ah. Ah, what's been going on, man? Where are you right now? I am at my friend Nate's house in Arlington, uh, Falls Church. Got it. Um, now, do you go back down home to Richmond today? Uh, actually, no. I'm going to be going back down... I don't know, three or four days probably. I've got a sure. shoot on Tuesday, so I'm considering staying until then. Wow, okay. Uh, nice. I was originally planning on leaving
1: on sa- Sunday, but whatever. Um, nice. So I, uh, yep. I've been watching the new TV show, The People versus OJ Simpson, all, all morning. Actually, oh, nice. I only watched the first episode, but it was pretty long. <laughs> it's uh, really good. Like uh, so many um, really like well-known actors, which. Really? I was happy about yeah i think effects is the company oh, okay the tv station making it and um yeah uh it, it's really good so far and they're doing like not a documentary not a discussion just a straight up like reenactment of the facts cool i think i don't know where they're getting their facts and how much is fictional but it's uh it's cool. It's really good. It's nice to see Ross or David, whoever that plays Ross in Friends, <laughs> back in a starring role. Say with uh, what's his name Cuba Cuba, Cuba, Cuba Gooding good- Jr. Yeah, he's OJ. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, he took that role, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. There's every like huge actors. It's not like a. I thought maybe they would have to have some like B players because it's such probably a sensitive topic in Hollywood and everywhere else. But um no, everyone uh freaking uh what's his name? Uh, uh the Scientologist big big guy Greece John um, Travolta? John Travolta is one of his lawyers. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Um. uh yeah, it's 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 a good show so far. Uh, I'm gonna binge cool. watch it all day. I have a wedding tomorrow, so my, it's my favorite thing to do is just binge watch like crazy before <laughs> weddings. So. That's how you. That's how you like get in the zone for pretty weddings. much. Yeah, yeah. I, I started. Binge somebody watch. sent me a link to this thing called. I was talking to Tatiana, the uh, Ryan Brenizer's other half, and she oh, was yeah. s- sending me some something called a MagMod modifier, and it's hmm. basically some kind of gridded thing snoot i guess that you put on top of your regular flash to um just like your strobe or whatever yeah. for your nikon or canon flashes and uh i guess it shapes the light in a way that's really nice and all the samples are really good and i was looking through their for, promo
0: video and, is that was that for like uh a forward
1: facing flash or a bounce flash Forward facing, yeah, okay. yeah, not right. not about. Although they do have bounce flash stuff. This is for like direct flash, gotcha. in in a way to make it not so direct and harsh. I cool. think it just shapes the light in a in a way that's it's a compact modifier, so it doesn't take a lot of space. But it's I don't know. It looked really cool, and I, I, I dove into some of their promotional videos, and I was, I was actually thinking for a minute, like, wow, I feel like I'm not a real photographer because I don't I don't <laughs> use flash the way yeah. these people do really? to like make a scene completely. Uh, they craft a scene out of yeah and and it looks just so different than what is you what you actually see um in the space with with no flash and um for for a moment there i caught myself thinking like hmm, maybe i should start doing that and then i decided <laughs> it's far too much work yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like hopping around this hotel room like you know mounting two or three flashes on whatever they can find with like these little mounts and it's just like it's, an, it's a it's a big that. process requires for sure having at least two people all the time for any of those kinds of shots and i just don't want to yeah deal yeah don't want to deal
0: yeah, um bad. so do you have uh did you have a good time band practice yesterday
1: <coughs> yeah you had an interesting day very exciting you got to break into two Uh, places we had everything against us yesterday we had probably five or six seven barriers to us actually getting in and playing our instruments i just
0: don't even understand (laughs) what was going
1: on yesterday it was intense i mean it started wednesday when we thought that we had queued up um uh like practice and um at a new space yeah yeah uh
0: yeah and so i went over today to or i went over yesterday to uh get our stuff out of our old space so that we can move over to our new space, which would be a little bit more convenient, given that I'm living in Richmond. And um, I got over there, and they had had (laughs) changed the locks on us like three weeks ago for the outside gate, and so for the past three weeks, me and you have been basically breaking in to the outer, from the outer gate and then using the regular key that we have to the actual practice space. Right. And that's been great. Um, and it would have been nice if maybe you were there with me because while I was <coughs> trying to climb over the gate, um, a an overzealous, uh, concerned citizen rode over <laughs> on his bike and started yelling at me for trying to break in to the practice space mm-hmm. uh, and just kept yelling and berating me and i was like this is my space i'm just getting some stuff out of here i have a key to the second
1: door not the first one and (laughs) he
0: wouldn't let me talk or anything and he threatened to call the police and i was like what are you doing and he kept yelling and i couldn't say anything and he actually called the police on me and he (laughs) told them my description and he told them where i was and i was like i was like fine bring him down here let's do this like and um and so take and, my picture man yeah i was like i'm wearing black jeans black hoodie green green jacket like get the police over here and we'll sort this out like right now and he just would not quit yelling at me and then this mm-hmm. other dude that was using the space came by like randomly and kind of cleared things up a little bit But the guy wouldn't listen to him either. And finally, he... (laughs) It's a conspiracy. Clearly, you planned that. (laughs) Yeah. And so, finally, this guy who had reported me to the police got, like, really mad at me and started trying to ride off. He was like, I'm leaving. Like, you guys are terrible. And he started leaving. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you called the police on me. Like, you're staying. And... He, he and and so he's like oh okay so he turns around and he like stays with him. he's like i'm no, staying no. here i'm definitely <laughs> staying here now yeah. like you punk and and so after like 5 more minutes of like him yelling at me he was like no 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 screw you guys i'm out of here and so he and he just and i'm like fine leave get out of here so he left and then me and this other dude walked into the space i got all my gear i put it in my
1: car and i left yeah i'm sorry i was planning to be there but i ended up being my eyes dilated and having to be in an area of traffic that i didn't anticipate at that time of day and it just would have been an extra 45 minute yeah uh, loop to get there and into the <laughs> ultimate practice space so I couldn't couldn't back you up but what's More hilarious to me (laughs) is that we got to the practice space, uh, got in, the person met us with the keys, because we haven't practiced there in like four years, and they let us in, and we couldn't set up, and we realized you didn't get Evan's (laughs) cymbals, which I wouldn't have thought to do that either. Yep, forgot the cymbals. So you and I had to go back, but since the people that let us in were leaving, I took the keys they gave us, tested it on the door, locked the door. It worked fine. It worked fine locked the door and we left and we drove 30 minutes back into dc returning to the seam of the quote crime where i (laughs) (laughs) was already like totally
0: stressed out and completely
1: traumatized from like this guy just berating me for over a half an hour so we had to break in there yet again (laughs) (laughs) which went smoothly yeah then we grabbed the symbols
0: and left but then when we got to the practice space again we walked in the front door we go to like open and by that time evan had gotten there ready to play drums we're all ready all my stuff was in there in the practice space amps in the practice on. room amps are <laughs> yeah. on we go to you we use the key and it doesn't work the key that sam had right. used yeah. previously for some reason was not working you so spent, spent over an hour
1: yep over an hour <laughs> Trying, one of the two keys they gave us over and over and over, trying to jimmy it with everything we could think of until finally the knives, the uh, floss, uh, c- um, broken CDs, broken cardboard CDs. from <laughs> uh, an old checkbook, um, plastic from a sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a pretty crappy lock lying. too. It was like taunting us the whole time. Like you could. It was, was laughing at us. Yeah. <laughs> But we got the coat hanger uh, from Evan's car, but it was only half a coat hanger. It was and just the metal hook.
0: <laughs> and so we like somehow jimmied the lock after like literally over an hour of of like questioning our sanity and thinking we should just go across the street and go bowling for an hour, which would be more productive. Yeah. And then we finally got in and we and we actually had like a decent decent. Forty five minutes of practice. Yeah, we lucked out with
1: that there was no band <laughs> practicing after us. So we could stay late. And, yeah. So uh, from now on I think we'll be set. But yeah. well, that was a pretty intense day. What a nightmare for, for all of us. Not not to mention that we had to reschedule from Wednesday to Thursday and that whole mess. And uh, anyway. I just can't even believe we actually ended up practicing. Yeah, it was it was good. So Oh, but my favorite part was we kind of, like, got our sounds, because it's a lot of new equipment we hadn't used before in a room, and, like, <laughs> the guy that owns the space comes and starts talking to us, and he probably talked for us for 45 minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a really great guy he, He's like, yeah, you know, we were playing him a song, and he comes over to me and yells in my ear, hey, you mind if I tweak the 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 tone on your bass cab and i was like no yeah good for it and it sounded incredible yeah he touched it for like 30 seconds and then like suddenly and i was i really feeling it it sounded really good
0: yeah and i gotta say he uh he played his stuff he was like oh let me show you some of my band stuff so and i'm like oh great <laughs> you know like okay <laughs> yeah so he like plugs in and he <laughs> plays i'm just like oh man this is like really good like dc punk like yeah d- like government issue like minor threat type stuff and i was like
1: oh that's actually pretty good and he gave me a record so he clearly had a fixation of some sort on uh discord records and uh, that i don't agree with his take that discord sucks i think discord's great so (laughs) it's all good maybe there's some history there we don't know about but yeah
0: anyway well we should probably get to an actual podcast
1: podcast right no one cares about this this stuff in our lives. So I guess uh, we've kind of semi semi agreed on just talking about work life balance which actually I think plays in really well to the fact that we try and schedule and hold band practice every every yeah. week which is yeah. you know I often we usually practice 50% of the time I think.
0: Yeah, I think we end <laughs> up practicing on the
1: at least every other week if not yeah. more. Yeah. The goal is every week,
0: but it's Lately uh, we've been pretty good about it so which is nice um totally it's a good 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 release and kind of break from the the everything intense work schedule that we tend to keep um but Um, exactly which is why we're we're talking about work-life balance because as self-employed people it can be really tough to schedule yourself
1: yeah, it's kind of. I went from working, you know, however many hours, my, I'm paid 40 hours a week working at the press club right. to working, I think, uh, for in certain times of the year, 60 to 70 hours a week because it's like yeah. you don't really think about it, but every email you read and every email you reply to on your phone, just when you're out doing something else, that's still work time you're working. And all that adds up in an insane amount. Especially yeah. when uh, you're making that transition from photography that used to fill all your extra time to now being the majority of your time right uh, eventually that starts to turn against you and you realize like oh, I need to start like actively scheduling away from all this stuff um, <laughs> yeah. and that is really hard too because if you ever wanted to like take a vacation, you know when you have a full- time job you get two weeks paid vacation, which is fantastic uh, when you take two weeks off from your own job it's costing you money from both ends the money you're spending on vacation and the money you're no longer earning because you're no longer there to keep the business uh, running (laughs) and that and that trend and that thought
0: pervades to just like every day like oh i could not be working but if i'm not working right now i feel like i'm not making progress i need to you know i need to constantly be working um and that kind of mindset will completely like overload you on a day-to-day basis yeah
1: and I'm, I'm i've never been one especially in school and stuff to be a great manager of my schedule i swear if 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 phones <laughs> and everything in cloud synced calendars and all that didn't exist i'm i don't think i would be able to run my business on like paper <laughs> yeah uh, the way that we were kind of taught to because that was still what it was back in yeah. grade school and everything and i was horrible at that um so i'm so thankful that the technology does exist to actually make that part of my life still function i assume you're probably the same way but
0: yeah absolutely well i i was never a good student just like in general yeah. uh much less like time like time management was like not a thing for me it was just like constantly Trying to like get through whatever I whatever it was I had to do so I could do what I wanted, right? Um, which probably and, meant
1: you were only doing things like the day before it was oh, actually due. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I and
0: that that is like the same way for me. Like packing for trips, like Abigail's always like getting pissed off at me because I ne- I just can't pack for a trip unless it's like ten minutes before. <laughs> yeah. I just can't do it. Yeah, and like um, so I've been working on I've definitely been working on that um trying to trying to make sure that
1: yeah. I plan a little bit better for things. Well, one of the things that Nessa and I are trying to do this year is, is take a dedicated, like scheduled vacation instead That's of Jen. just like trying to shoehorn a vacation into a trip we're already taking for work because it's when you're, no matter what, no matter how cool the place, no matter how long you're there, when you're there for work, you have extra gear. You have extra stuff. You feel like you should be doing. You're sort yep. of on your client's schedule in terms of when you need to be doing stuff. And it for us and for me, it's never worked as a vacation where you can literally just unplug from from every aspect of your business. Right. And uh, you know, the question has come up: Okay, how much do we want to spend? Where are we gonna you know uh, do this? And honestly, the Ability to afford something, that's a completely different topic. But once right. I think it's actually necessary that if you've never thought about it, like you should be budgeting and saving for a vacation, have an actual set aside amount of money yeah. instead of just willy nilly, oh, we have time. Should we spend X amount? Like, actually, if you set aside the money and have it sitting there specifically for the, the purpose of taking vacation, not only is it easier to afford because it's already, you're not taking a dent in your day to day spending and all this, but it right. gives you more incentive to actually follow through and do it. And, um, you know, that's, and it that's also, what we've done. Yeah. And it also gives you the ability
0: to plan ahead and knock out whatever you have to do before the vacation yeah. to make the vacation ideal, yeah. <laughs> an actual vacation <laughs> sure. rather than like be constantly answering emails and stuff while you're, while you're yeah, on vacation. I, I, you know, I think
1: no matter what there, there needs to be some email, monitoring work- going on at any vacation, no matter what, like just from the the nature of what we do specifically, yeah. like that will, you know, you take two weeks off and you take two weeks to reply to somebody that, that you, then you're losing yeah. money like four weeks out. Yeah. And you're losing money big time, uh, not only for what you spend on vacation and the money you're losing by not being there working something else, but because straight up you're not getting you know if i if i don't reply to an inquiry within 24 hours I, it's, it, I, it's it's gone. a huge drop off in in people's yeah uh, eagerness yeah. to want to book with you they don't feel like you're excited or responsive or are going to pay them that attention um, on you know with the, everything else to do at their wedding so right which is which
0: kind of leads me to the question sir how do you what's your take on email itself um, as a person who's running your own business who ha- who e- where email is a, an absolute like, essential part of
1: your yeah. system like it's, what's your take on email You know I hate it like anyone else email I think everyone thinks email is the worst but um actually this is something I've had to look through a lot recently cuz my my go-to app and entire kind of interface for for replying and snoozing and, and, and organizing my email was called Mailbox that was bought out by Dropbox a couple of years ago and they are closing it down. And so I've had to look through other options and what I've landed on right now is the best options that are most similar to Dropbox and in a lot of ways even better. Um, for iOS on my phone I use something called AirMail. Um, it's it's yep. really, Airmail nice. really been great. Uh, my biggest thing and this might be kind of weird but I have to see the overall tally of how many unarchived active emails i have in my inbox or in all my inboxes i have to see the actual number if i don't see that if i just see like an infinite you know a scrolling list of emails uh, i never get that oh, okay I'm, I'm falling a little behind i need to get i need to go do this right. that's one of the things i loved you, about mailboxes you just yeah see. you never feel like you're done yeah if you- yeah, exactly, and and I just had no sense of like how many deep. Like right now, I can see I have sixty-one active emails that I, some of which I've read, some of which I haven't, but I have them in my business email account. So sixty-one is a lot higher than I, I like to keep it closer to twenty. When it's down to twenty, then I feel like you know <laughs> I've got and in many of those twenty, once I get it to that number, are ones that can are not time sensitive at all. Like I can take my time to get back to those. Um, but anytime around 40, 50, 60, like I need to step on You're it. Like, yeah. Okay. And, like and hop on email yeah, and just like knock I them out. I need to do it. And, and, and no other app other than mailbox that I could find, even ones that were really good, like Google's inbox and other things, um, would provide that along with, other features that i like. uh so airmail for me has been great. they have a desktop client on osx that mirrors it but it's a little convoluted and i don't like it. it's a little clunky. Yeah. i i don't like I, it as much. I
0: used it for a while and honestly i just ended up just refer- reverting back to gmail just cuz yeah. it was just, I don't know, it was a little
1: redundant. I don't and understand it was a, it's, why don't know, like, they don't freaking have canned responses from any of these third-party email providers. Like Gmail, you have to do it through the lab enabling, the, the Google lab. Yeah, it's Labs. like a weird app. Canned responses like, are a huge time saver. and makes so they're much... They're a necessity. Yeah, and no at, other third-party people implement them. I don't understand.
0: So for, for those who don't know, canned responses are literally, that's like... The name says it all but they're basically it's an app that you can add on to uh Gmail where you can um insert a canned response to whatever you want. I only have probably like 5 or 10 canned right, and, responses and, and, and but just, um, it's like yeah. inquiry but for like for somebody that's sending an inquiry like if I get a ton of inquiries at once like I don't want to sit there and every single time write out oh, yes, I am available on your date. Here are my rates. Like, get back to me. Yeah, Having a canned response in there, just click it and go. They've got it. They got my rates. They got everything. Goodbye. Um, Has been an enormous time saver for me. Yeah. And just like, I can understand everybody's getting the same response, like everybody feel, but it's a little, you know. I I take a second to customize it, and it's gone, like, and I I love that. Yeah, um, and and that same way for delivery. Um, and for yeah that 's what 's amazing about well. it they 're
1: pre formatted so you can have hyperlinks all the spacing and, and paragraphing and all that is it looks so good it 's not just pasting in lines of text like, yeah, it 's just a and, great yeah. email template yeah i don 't know no one else has done it but uh, there is another one uh, i, I haven 't tried it personally they 're rolling out beta stuff it 's called polymail p o l y m a i l polymail and it apparently does um, a lot of the things airmail does um, but also has really slick like uh, one key unsubscribe from newsletters. Like if mm, you're nice. if you're looking at a newsletter and you're like God, where do I find the link and do this whole <laughs> you just hit a key. Uh, Honestly, and it, that's a time waster for me too. I, I like, can't believe that there's no I'm like send like, to like, get, like, get I, I can't believe of this that when email. You, when you add a mark an email as spam to Gmail or in anything else that it doesn't uh, doesn't just forever get rid of that sender as, it doesn't permaban it. No, it you just have to like, make a it, whole
0: rule for it again we're dealing with space age technology in terms of email i just feel like there <laughs> needs true. to yeah. be uh there needs to be a better way to do email but i don't know exactly how to do that
1: yeah i, I don't know either I mean, it's email was a just a natural progression and in, in implementation that was brought on from the way that people wrote letters and thought about mail that way, and and so that's you know hundreds of years old way of doing things, and um, you know it's it's tough. I, I mean, I don't have the answer for that. Otherwise, I'd be super duper rich. But I do love all the ability that um, AirMail provides in terms of like quickly being able to organize stuff is important or not flag it as like get out my inbox for another couple hours to another couple days or years um Mm -hmm. like it it gives a good overview and it has a unified inbox like most places now most apps though um it, it it does seem to be if not a better solution to mailbox on my phone um at just as good and uh Anyway, so that that has helped me regain control because seriously, I when I took a, the first month that I stopped using Mailbox because I'm like they're going to close it down in 2 months, I need to start getting used to something else. I tried a few other apps that just like totally I would be 100 emails deep on a regular basis because I had no good sense of how I was where I was, I'm like, how I was managing everything overall. And that gotcha. is a stressful weight to have on you all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think email is one of the biggest things, unless you can find somebody that's cheap or I should say affordable, consistent, and like uh, good at the task of doing email for you. Um, which I have not been able to figure out, uh, like you have to do your research and and just devour as many tools as you can. I think email is five bucks. I probably spent close to 30, $35 trying out different email apps just to see which one was perfect for me. Like money well spent. If I can finally land on something like I did where, you know, it's, it's the best, um, as far as I'm concerned right now.
0: Yeah. So um, kind of moving on from that, do you uh, do you use studio management software? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I use ShootQ. Uh, ShootQ.com. There's some other really good ones. That is what takes care of all my invoicing contracts. Um, just finances. Yeah. It saves me an employee for sure. I don't think we should get too much into that, but you use them still, right? Uh, yeah, looked, I do. Have you looked at anything else?
0: Yeah, Q's great. Uh, it's a little bit convoluted to start with. It's, oh, it's over, completely to overwhelming set yeah. to set up. Um, yeah. But after many years, uh, I feel like I finally got a decent grasp of it.
1: You know, and it's something a lot of people ask about. They're like, well, I only have like 20 weddings a year. I only have like 10 weddings a year. I, I don't think I can justify 40 bucks a month on this. And I always say, okay. So, but how many weddings a year do you plan on shooting? How many weddings a year do you want to shoot? And almost always, it's more, you know, it's 25, 35, yeah. 45 in their, in their hearts and in their minds of what they want to shoot. And I, and I always say, then this is the time to get something that's a little complicated, but, uh, but totally worth it. Um, set up like this is when you want to set up shoot, key, when you have the time, not when you, uh, now have 35 weddings on the books 45 weddings that you need to somehow manage and shoot works best when you've got from the beginning of the inquiry all the way to the, the yeah. end of them signing the contract so you don't want to have 35 weddings booked with your google docs slash excel spreadsheet system however if yeah, you've never it's, used it, and then suddenly be 35 deep and not have time to learn shoot cue. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's best to do it when you have very few weddings. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can get totally
0: overwhelmed um, with with spreadsheets and stuff like that if you're not careful. Uh, I thankfully never really messed with that. Um, I just kind I of.
1: Think, yeah, you and I knew that about ourselves from yeah, our like, observations I was like,
0: of school. I'm not going to do <laughs> yeah. a spreadsheet. I don't even really understand spreadsheets, to be honest. I,
1: with I remember a time when I was always thinking to myself uh like, I, you know, is really great, but I have all these dates in my, in my brain. I'm never going to double book. I'll never forget that I booked a wedding on yeah. this date, you know, when it was, like, 15 weddings. And it's like, um, yeah, oh, oh, for sure, I double booked once. once, And yeah. I was thankfully caught way before it was a bigger issue than it could have been. But, like, that, that, but that will, will happen scare, to you. It will happen <laughs> yes. to
0: you, and it will scare the crap out of you. And yeah. uh, it will make you rethink your whole deal i yeah. the one time i i booked i it was so i i only double booked something i, I think once maybe maybe i blocked out one or something but um i i remember scheduling a, an engagement actually a, a proposal uh slash engagement session um that uh and and i was ag- agreed with some other photographer to just second shoot for him um yeah And I realized, like, the day of. I was like, oh, my God. I've got to cancel on this other photographer. There's just no other way. So I did that, and it was fine. Um, But it scared me completely, and...
1: Speaking of that stuff, when, do you have a preference when when people are trying to schedule a client meeting or or an engagement session, like weekday stuff that it's a little more flexible as to they leave some of it up to you and some of it it's up to them as far as like when when you want to do. It. Do do you have a preference of when you try and meet people, like the time of day or the, the the a specific day for any reason?
0: Yeah, so I do. I whenever people and I you know, I have to do this at least like once every week or two, um, but somebody will be like, all right, we're ready to do our engagement session. Um, You know, what weekends work? And I'm like, "Mm, weekends actually
1: don't work. Yeah, Uh, That's uh, something I talk about at the very first meeting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: but I, what I basically end up saying is, um, my My preference is to do something during the week uh around four ish or five ish depending on when the sun's going down um
1: I don't yeah, like it to nice. be
0: like dark or anything by the time the the session is over but um I do really like to get um the timing so that there's some really nice side light coming in
1: oh yeah um, yeah given the option i'll I'll, I'll usually choose the two hours before sunset that that angular light that's coming in from more the horizon than the the sky overhead for sure exactly and and
0: sunrise works just as well um in some cases depending on where you are
1: dc is kind of crazy Uh, yeah but but sunrise in dc there's nobody out yeah like nobody's great if you want to have some privacy what else is cool about doing those although i I don't advocate for them because i just hate waking up that early but (laughs) it's so nice to be like oh I'm I'm done for the day. <laughs> like I yeah. shot the session. I can go have coffee and breakfast and, and I don't have to worry about unless you schedule up an entire day right. of sessions. I but, love that too. Yeah. Just yeah. being done with the session, being like, Oh man, I'm, I'm like up two hours earlier than I would yeah. normally be. This is great. I actually do try and book multiple sessions on a day if I can. Yeah. Um, especially if I'm doing a sunrise session for somebody, I'll advocate with other clients to say like, Hey, you know, let's, can you do your session on the state too? Like, I uh, don't generally tell them I'm shooting more than one session in a day. Uh, not that it's at all a problem, but I just don't think they need to know. Other than that, like, if I can get them both on the same day, I've done as many as three in a day, and all, all everyone is happy. Yeah, is happy. It's nice to like cluster them and knock them out if at all possible.
0: It's also uh, I've also found that to be pretty interesting in terms of like. It kind of – I feel like for some reason this could just be totally placebo, but it feels to me like when I sk- when I shoot two engagement sessions in one day, I feel like that second one I'm like really on a roll. And it, it kind of feels like I'm pushing myself further yeah. um, in terms of my skill – when That's, I'm able uh, yeah, to like yeah. have a couple of dedicated sessions in different environments with different people.
1: Um I, I actually I my like favorite that. thing is to do a early morning, uh afternoon and an evening. Because early morning it's like, okay, uh this is a great like I'm refreshed. I just woke up. Uh, I'm not talking sunrise. I'm talking early morning. <laughs> right. Um, you know, we we shoot in probably really good light. It's not quite as crowded. People aren't like out and about. They are at work, and um, uh, that's fantastic. And then you have noon, midday, which is really hard to deal with a lot of times with the lighting. So I feel like I'm going out of my way to like come up with really cool ideas yep. and deal with it. And and then it's like oh. And then it's like sunset light. So then it's like super easy again. And you have this like reward that it's your last wedding. It's just nice mm-hmm. flow for me yeah. in a day. I like I mean, that. It, it does kind of suck to come home and then have three sessions to edit. But um, <laughs> yeah, as much as I can try, I always try and cluster things so that they're on the same or really close. I, I actually try not to do too many sessions where it's like Monday a session, Tuesday a session, Wednesday a session. I try and do only maybe one, one or two per week or cluster yeah. them all in the same. It can get overwhelming if you're it's, doing that. Yeah, I mean, when you've got three days in a row with three sunsets to come out for, and it's a it's it's a lot. Actually, it's, it's a lot more work than it um, probably feels like a lot more work than it is doing that. But I've just yeah. always shied away from that for sure.
0: Um, I tend if if in this cases where I've had like a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday, um, or in the case where I've got just any shoots like five days a week you know by the end of it you're just like oh my gosh you just yeah. sore and like you're like looking at you your Lightroom catalog break. and yeah. you're like oh my god yeah. like I've got a and a lot of you know if it's like an event shoot I'm trying to turn that right
1: around um, yes so it's it, it can be overwhelming. It'll be interesting to see how you deal with living in a different city. Cause I've been in the situation yeah. for about two years now. And, uh, I actually think it's really great. The only time, uh, because it encourages that whole clustering thing. The only time it all falls apart is if anything cancels and you're already yes. in the city and you've already made the effort to like be there. And it's like, well, can we do tomorrow? And it's like, ah, now, now my system has been foiled. Yes. I have to make yes. a whole dedicated trip right back down to like accommodate an and, and try and provide good customer service, and it's it can it can be a tricky thing to balance. But do you use any? I just use Gmail, calendar. Yeah, um, I yeah, do too. YouTube. One of the best apps uh, that I've ever found, and I still use it. It's my go-to. I don't know how often in the day, but Calendu. Calangoo. Calendu has C- been. It, it was good. The problem
0: is, I got burned on it because it for some reason, wasn't working for me at the beginning, um, and finally, once I don't know something worked, uh, I. I yeah. had moved on from it and I was like, Yeah.
1: Okay. Well the, my favorite thing about Calango is again, similar to the thing I like about emails, getting like a full overview of the number of emails in all my inboxes, all this with Calendo it gives you a full month grid like of all the days of the month, yep. with overlaid colors and text and stuff. so Just I can like see it adequate. looks like on your computer, which is yes. really, which is really super, nice to the, see. The, the Apple calendar is such crap, because all it gives you is a black dot. So you have to yeah. click in every date to see what that dot is describing. And so right. that's very time-consuming. Yeah, it's totally useless. Uh, once you're in the day itself, it's Kind of nice, but Calango as for me gives that perfect. Do you use another app that shows you an overview of the month like uh, it does on desktop?
0: No, no, I use yeah. I use either Calendoo or app or just like I familiarize myself like in the morning. Like my, that's my yeah. kind of thing. Is like every morning, like when I wake up, I make sure I know what's going on. Every night before I go to sleep, I like yeah. make sure what's going on the next day. Because um, there was I, you only have to be late to one shoot. To completely ruin your whole idea of
1: what you do. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You I remember rethink everything. <laughs> I remember uh,
0: this will be another another of uh, Nathan's foibles. So hopefully you don't do this yourself. <laughs> okay. But um, at the at the press shoot, I had a press shoot um, at at the club, uh, and I don't know, it was like four years ago or something, and. Um, I totally not even put it on my calendar. It was like kind of something that me and you had said, you, you had been like, Oh, Hey, can you cover this? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I never put That's it on my calendar. That's why text
1: messaging is the worst for It's the stuff. worst. Don't, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, and so I'm, you know, I'm like, ah, getting, getting ready to wake up for a nice, like nice morning. And I, I wake up to my phone buzzing and, and I pick uh, it up and it's you. And I'm like, Oh, Hey Sam, what's yeah. going on? And he's like, so are you, so are you there yet? And I am like. <laughs> am I where? Am I where yet? And he's like, "The press club, they're looking for you. Event's already started." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I like, <laughs> got out the door, ran out. You know, I, yeah. I drove there to the shoot. I'd forgotten about that actually. Yeah, and Jeez. I I got there, and the funny thing is, is using my photography, event shooting w- wiles, I was able to make it look like uh, I had been there the entire time, and uh, nice. they they were you know the client was was kind of okay george at the press club was furious at me and yeah. he it took him like a full year to like get around to you know come around and start talking to me again wow um it's crazy. he was he was like pissed off but i totally like rocked the shoot and like got them everything they needed and more um and uh have never been late to a shoot since so yeah yeah that's that was pretty much the worst ago. feeling ever yeah <laughs> nice um again like don't do what i do kids <laughs>
1: um, yeah i mean i've never i've always felt like i've always been on top of scheduling and it's never been a, a big issue it's it's always emails that i've always kind of fallen behind on but but it's yeah. hilarious to me i speak at a lot of conferences and stuff so i interact with a lot of conference organizers who are probably the only people i know directly that interact then with a lot of other photographers over email, and they always, almost always, tell me I'm the most responsive person they've ever dealt with. Dang. Which shocks me. Yeah, I was going it shocks I'm me too. Not that responsive, and I'm, and my mind is blown um, hearing uh, you know just just some some anecdotal stories of you know photographers taking four weeks to get back to a simple, can you do this or not or. um, do we need to pay you or not? And yeah. it's kind of like uh, you're just losing money there, guys. Like you have to just suck it up and do some emails. That that will catch up to you for sure. Absolutely, it will catch up to you.
0: Yeah. You you like I I've yeah I've definitely lost inquiries because I've been late on getting back to them or just like a little too slow. Um, oh, for sure. And yeah. it it's every time it's like a, another little it's like a little dagger that you're like dang it i could be making x
1: amount of money and i'm not because i was just yep. lame yep um so that being said um uh, there are definitely times where i'm just like ah, i'm not touching emails for 2 days even though i have stuff to get to i'm just i can't because i'm just so uh, physically drained for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, and and it, that I just go into that mindset with the understanding that I'm going to have to work extra hard once I'm done with this little vacation. <laughs> like, this weekend. So it,
0: practically speaking, what what are some things that you do uh, during your, like a standard work? And to- now one thing that I've heard um, before I kind of got into this, into working for myself was you, at- was this idea that like, it's not quite accurate, but I think it's a good kind of base, uh, idea, which is like, you have to work 16 hours for yourself in order to not work eight hours for somebody else. Mm. And I kind of, you can take that too far and be working all the time, but I think that's, it's really good to, to go into it knowing, okay, I'm going to be self-employed. I need to work harder. Uh, and I need to be my own boss. Um, as lame as that sounds, like, You you really have to structure your time. So, like, what do you do during the workday, Sam, to structure your time uh, effectively? So you're like working
1: hard, but like not too hard. It's a busy, busy time. uh, Right now, it's pretty flexible because I've only had like three weddings in the last month. Yeah. And like, it's not a big deal. I'm on top of everything. So, I've been taking a lot of just, yeah, I'll do this whenever, but in the busy season where I'm doing six to eight weddings or something like that mm-hmm. in a month or a month and a half, um, I have to any work that I have to get done and I know it needs to get done, I have to do in the morning first thing. I can't sit down and watch a movie like I love to do. Um, I can't start anything else. And for me, I can't work in the house anymore. Um, I have to go to a coffee shop. And, uh, um, it's not about being distracted at the house. I think it's just like, uh, when I'm around other people, even if I'm not interacting with them, i f- and, and I see them working, which a lot of people do at coffee shops on their laptop or whatever. Um, it just, it encourages I, I you focus, to work. Yeah, yeah. And, and half the struggle is just like starting. And once I get started, like I'll, I'll finish. Like I had a wedding, um, yesterday, I think it was. Yesterday morning, or either the day before that, I, it wasn't. I wasn't late on anything, but I hadn't called it yet, and uh, I didn't really want to call it or anything. But I just started looking through the images and started just flagging them, and then and an hour later, I was done. He's <laughs> <laughs> nice. like, "Yeah, okay, this feels good." Uh, and, and half that battle is just physically just just, just starting. literally starting, and being that I you know collect my laptop and I have the excitement of like going to get a coffee that someone else is making for me, and then I sit down. I have nothing else to do but. just... Just start working and so that for me is really valuable just physically getting to another location um, and if I don't do that in the mornings it, it probably won't happen um, the rest of the day.
0: Absolutely so, I, I get into, a, sometimes I'll get in a situation where I'm like cleaning, like I'm like in the house and I'm like okay well I, I need to work but I also have to go to the store and I have to clean the bathroom or blah 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 I just like thinking about stuff that needs to be done in the house if you're in the house your mind is consumed by things that need to happen in the house. Yeah. When you're working um, That's, somewhere else, yeah. you don't have quite that intense like pressure on you to not be doing work. And and the other thing is like, if you are working for yourself, you need to schedule. You need to be working like every day on your what you're doing. Oh, yeah. so- it sounds weird to say that, um, but knowing myself and knowing other people that are self-employed you have to you have to treat it like it's a business and you have to you have to
1: decide.
0: Like well, that's, I'm going to spend eight hours today. I can't do anything yeah. else. You know, I and can take a break from lunch. Most
1: most photographers fail. Like they do. Like yeah. they they don't run a, it as a business. Um because it is fun. Like yeah. it's awesome
0: and it's it's a great profession to be in. But if you don't if you're not careful and it gets you know you don't work hard enough like you're you know you're shooting yourself in the foot absolutely like have fun working but you know you gotta guys schedule yourself eight hours at the end of the day too this is
1: something i didn't really when we were talking about like vacation stuff like that is also you have to think of it as as money and when you do like schedule out and commit to taking a vacation from work as best you can um you do you get a return on your investment where you come back and do better work and work more efficiently and have smarter ideas about how to handle everything because you've taken time off and that's, um, money well spent as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Just going back to that for a second, I forgot to mention it. So, um, yeah, I, and I'm curious, do you, I don't know how this is going to go play out in like 10 years when we have kids and everything. (laughs) I'm not quite sure how people really manage that. It's, it's, kind of crazy to think about other than i bet they have to be really committed to a, a rigid schedule. Yes. Uh, like definitely. That, uh, even more so. Like which is kind of hard for me to convince myself that i'm capable of doing but uh i don't know hopefully we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh the other thing, you know, with balancing on the life side, i i read an article once <laughs> that was had a really interesting perspective on it where it's like you kind of have four main components to your life. I think they were obviously work, um, uh, relationship, meaning like your wife or spouse or whatever, um, friends, and health. Okay, those are probably the four pillars of existence. I think. Yeah, I
0: think so. <laughs> sounds, I think that's sounds fair, about right?
1: And um, and that you only have a certain amount of energy. No, like if you picture them as light bulbs, um, no. Uh, there's no time where all four light bulbs can be 100% bright and you have to delegate and, and mm, like, Hmm, like yeah, yeah. Source your, your energy and, and, and put it into a certain bulb. Um, and this person, uh, that wrote about it was saying he actively or she, uh, actively, um, made the decision to put the health light bulb at zero. And and basically free themselves from any and all thinking and pressure and worry um, about their their health, what they were eating, how much exercise. And so they could take that energy and put it into um, work and spouse. They also did a very similar thing with the friendship bulb where it was very, very low. Knowing full well that that wasn 't sustainable for the long term, but um making that active decision and owning it in a way that freed them up to really commit to um the uh, uh the work and the spouse thing.
0: i yeah I like that i I think that's a a good way of, you could do that on a day to day basis and be like today's gonna be like a health day like today's gonna be like a work day today's gonna be
1: um, yeah. Yeah, you know? oh, 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 I remember. It was from another. It was from a um, as a podcast, amazing podcast called uh, Hello Internet. So nice. if you haven't heard it, you should check it out. But that's that's those guys were talking about it. They're both uh, YouTubers, and he was going out on his own, doing his first uh, first year in business, making literally just YouTube videos and surviving off the ad revenue. And he was basically locked up working all the time. But he's married, so he couldn't. Make zero effort to be right. uh, you know to 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 work with his wife and, yeah that you know, that right? won't work out no it won't won't work <laughs> but he did um he did consciously back up on the health. And and then once he got established and was making a viable business out of it, uh, was reexamining. But, uh, I think the point in the end is that there, though (laughs) movies and film and magazines and articles and people try and portray and make a point that you can have it all, you can have a perfect, healthy lifestyle. You can have a completely successful career you can have a really good friendship um relationship with all your friends and a really good relationship with your wife i actually don't think that that's possible and i don't think anybody does that in a sustainable um amount of time i will
0: tell you that i'm the type of person that really tries to balance all of those all the time and it just it's very it work always ends up suffering I'll tell you that yeah. for sure. Which so is, I'm like, I've got to, you know, I've got to do, you know, I've got to make sure that like I'm spending enough time with Abigail. I've like, I've got to make sure I'm spending enough time like cleaning up the house. Got to make sure I'm like spending enough time like whatever. And it work always ends up on the back burner for me. And I'm sure it's different mm-hmm. for everybody else, but it's something that I don't know. I like that analogy. It's good to consider.
1: Yeah. It's something to think about. And, you know, Maybe well, I mean, but there you go. I mean, so perhaps your I don't know. Doesn't sound like your work is suffering now, but it, it may at some point, and it may be a problem. The, the tricky thing about work, especially if it's something you like doing, but it, the tricky thing about that is if it starts to suffer, um, you no longer have enjoyment, you no longer have like fulfillment from it, and you no longer have money from it right. to do everything else that you want in your life right that's the the real hang up with why i think work gets prioritized so often uh, yeah. for, for for other people but yeah you know if you are able to budget and save and and manage money uh after earning it well enough then in theory your work can suffer and and you'd be just fine uh, right yeah you know, losing a couple weddings a year because you weren't responsive or delayed and delivering and you know whatever else you can fall behind on in work but so, yeah, f- um, um, my side of it is I have tended to uh, max out work or nearly max it out and um, not so much with the friends and the uh, health side. Right. Occasionally I, I burn up the health bulb a little bit, but I tend to go through six-month periods of hibernation on that. And I feel um, like that
0: I've known that about you for a very long time, is that like you're the type of person that works too hard or not too hard but like just works all the time uh to the detriment
1: of other things sometimes yeah yeah But uh, my, my, it's, it's more specifically, (laughs) Mr. McDonald's weirdo. Well, uh, but, but my, my relationship with Nessa and work definitely get the priority over most everything else, but it's, um, yeah, something that I'll recalibrate at some point, but I, I just love that analogy. I think it's a really interesting way to think about the fact that you only have so much time and energy. And, uh, once you can like commit to a specific, um, uh, recipe or whatever uh then the the better so gotcha, yeah, um but uh I gotta get going, speaking of Vanessa, uh, I think you probably do too, and I gotta start charging batteries and getting stuff uh, arranged for this weddings weekend, but
0: yeah, um yeah. yeah, I'm just uh just got a couple of things, so this weekend, yeah, this weekend I've just got a um actually my father-in-law was an actor in a documentary um and i'm going to uh like a gala reception something or other for the movie um which is really really good it's called many beautiful things i don't know if it's out quite yet i think this might be the Mm -hmm. release party or something um but it's pretty cool um and uh and so i'm excited to to hit that up and then i've got uh shoots starting
1: up next week so i'm kind of that's cool.: Nice. Yeah, kind of getting ready yeah. for those.: Exciting. Cool man. All right. well, uh, yeah, I guess there's no outro music this time. Oh, so I'm of depressed.: <laughs> no, 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 there will be. There <laughs> I will have said be. Anything.
0: Here we go. And. All right. So uh, anyway, thanks guys for tuning in to the podcast.
1: Make sure to leave a review or two on iTunes, please Yeah. It check out
0: check out Sam's uh, work at samherdphotography.com. <laughs> yes.
1: Check.
0: check out. Uh, Nathan's work at samherzphotography.com, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you catch you on the flip side. All right, just fade that out. You didn't fade it out last time.